going on we got a few more people in here now so that's good uh is the cow behind tesis account yes sir yo what's going on brother i'm good brother how are you doing i'm good i'm good i'm chilling i'm chilling i have no clue where my brother is he's usually here for this but uh it's all good we could hold it down and also i don't know where like the moon flow crowd is they're usually here too but once again, we could hold it down. <laughs> What's going on, on your end? Just one second. Uh, nothing much. Just uh, like we've been doing, just uh, getting things ready right now. Oh, the ra- You got the raffle ready to go? No, no, we're gonna do that at the at the end of the space. But yeah, no, everything's good. Uh, Bitcoin's booming. Alts are moving. <clears throat> What's not to be happy about, man? Yeah, for real. Uh, I mean, I don't want to. I'm trying to still be. I'm not. I'm not being pessimistic. I, I'm being optimistic, but I'm also still trying to be like, um, not like you know, not like buying in like we're fully there yet. Because I don't know. I feel like March may have a, a little bit of a pullback, and then we'll go. You know, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm not like a expert. Oh yeah, I, I don't have definitely- a crystal ball. I do think we're definitely oversold. I think there is going to be a a pullback or a retracement. But I don't know if I'm going to see this um, 30, 30% retracement. Um, it might be a, a 10%, 15%. Um, and then it's going to be, I think it might be all the way up. But I'm sure everyone's got like their own kind of views on where they see this kind of going. Um, it's one of them where you can't really judge the market right now because like you said, we've got so much more different kind of um, liquidity coming from different areas. Like obviously you're getting, you're getting TreadFi now, you're getting from the ETF. Um, all of this money is coming into like, you know, these massive um, over-the-counter payments for BTC. Um, and I guess some of them guys are just seeing like massive gains right now. Like, you know, the, the early adopters, from the sales of, you know, uh, Grayscale. Um, and then obviously them guys are moving out of Grayscale and then moving into e- ETAs. So we're going to see a lot of movement right now. Um, like, I guess the only thing I can say for the future is it is going to be only way up. Like, you know, we are going to see drawback pullbacks, but it's just going to be up now. Like, if you look at it from a from a larger perspective, I'm sure if everyone kind of looks at it, you know, everyone that I talk to is looking at the macro, you look at it on a, on a bigger scale, you're only going to see, you know, green candles going up. Yeah. Um, on this topic, I don't know if it's kind of like sidetracking the topic, but do you feel like these green candles are uh, mainly like this um, 
the financial institutions, their money, the ETF money? And do you feel like they're starting to control the market? Like we're, it's starting to bring a bit of centralization to Bitcoin? I think that's a brilliant question. I guess that's twofold. Um, I think firstly, yes, right now we are seeing all TreadFi come in. Um, the reason I kind of like my understanding from that is you can normally see when retail get in is when you start seeing stuff like if you're on your mobile phone and you're on uh, the Play Store or if you're on the App Store, you'll see like the top 10 uh, download apps are going to be kind of like centralized exchanges. That's when you're going to start seeing like a massive influx of retail come in because retail tend to buy in from, like you say, your your Coinbase, your Binance, uh, the big kind of exchanges. And then you've got the smaller exchanges kind of start dominating like your, your, your Kraken, your KuCoin and stuff like that. Um, so from my understanding right now, we're seeing, like you say, it's predominantly still... TreadFi that's coming in with the large amount of money. So it's not your crypto bros that are pumping this 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 kind of current wave that we're on. Um, and secondly, uh, when you say, is it getting centralized? I don't think it is because like I say, the, the, there's only a finite amount of supply uh, and majority of the supply is still held by um, the retail and like the early adopters. You know, you can say, um, BlackRock uh, and Vanguard and all the guys that they are kind of like over time will purchase kind of more and more. Uh, but I guess it's down to the holders to be able to sell or when they sell. Um, and I do think, like say, at, at some point, I don't know when there will be a like they say majority shareholder would be through TreadFi. Uh, they might not be in this cycle. It might not be next cycle, but there will be a time where TreadFi will own more Bitcoin than your uh, retail crowd. I think that's that's going to be a, um, it's a, I guess it's a definite because, like I said, they've got the money, they've got the institutional wealth. Yeah. They, you know, put in people's pensions, you know, and you got to think the amount of money that's out there currently in the market, you know, when I'm talking outside of uh, crypto, like TreadFi, you know, there's, there's establishments that have 10 trillion, that's, our whole market cap, that's our whole, you know, Web3 in, in, in total. So people have that kind of portfolios that they, they're holding. So um, at some point, there will be a, a, a the, the switch will flick at some point where you will have majority being owned by TreadFi. Tread but I guess it's down to us to keep hold of what we've earned and, and, and managed to get into uh, as early adopters. For sure. A hundred percent. Well, first off, I got to say, um, the engineer just came up on stage and we'll talk to him in a second. So what up to him, but dude, me totally putting on my tinfoil hat here, but BlackRock has a connection with Coinbase when the price was climbing yesterday, like just absolutely pumping and it hit 64 K Coinbase just happened to run out of Bitcoin, they just happened to shut off at that moment. I, I, am I seeing connections that shouldn't be there or is it just me and my tinfoil hat, like I said? I, I, I have got the same tinfoil hat as yourself, sir. It seems funny that things go down when uh, 
when things are pumping and like you say, when people don't have um, the finite supply required to pay out, you're going to see a lot of this kind of uh, heebie-jeebie volatility. And like you say, these guys have got the money. So if, you know, the shorts, the longs, it is going to be like, you know, you think the crypto bros are kind of like good at doing this manipulation, you know, TreadFi, that's what their kind of fundamentals and that's what they're built on. You know, that's what the 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 cornerstones of of trading is, you know, in, in terms of TreadFi, you know, it's about manipulating the market to their to their advantage. And like I say, none of this is illegal because everything's out there for everyone to see. So there is gonna be a lot of money that will, like I say, um that will liquidate shorts, liquidate longs. Um we've just got to be i guess in the right place at the right time you know we are still early like say there's still uh the majority of retail to come in you know we like to i like to say it's a player versus player that's where we are in 2024 2025 um up to 2030 it's all going to be player versus player because everything that we purchase is still going to be early and who are we going to be dumping on it's going to be all the the retail crowd um but yeah, it's 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 strange. But I think even if you look a bit further on, like at some point Coinbase is gonna be replaced by a TreadFi organization. I think they'll be tied with TreadFi with the with Coinbase because Coinbase being the the majority shareholder of of Bitcoin and everything going through that establishment, I think they may not feel comfortable and they probably want to have something of their own that they can run unless they've already got the keys and like the control of, of Coinbase itself. Um, I think there will, there'll be a, a time where they feel like, right, Coinbase, you've done your job, like let us take over. So I think there's going to be plants in the next, you know, cycle or b- before then, because, you know, I, I thought that it was going to happen with the whole FTX when with the relaunch, I thought it'd be a TreadFi company that buy that up and then kind of relaunch that and then kind of go through the, the ringer. I think until everything goes through the FCA and everything goes through uh, Gary Gensler and everything like that, I think then once we've kind of got everything where they want it in terms of regulation, you'll start seeing like say bigger exchanges through like you know your your wells fargo's um and your bigger banks yeah uh i i wouldn't count ftx out just yet but um just gotta say what up to d engineer what's going on d engineer not much just hang out at home building what, are a your, uh, what are your uh thoughts on this subject uh it's pretty much the same as uh Cal. Um but I don't know he's he I don't as much as I don't want to say that uh as he's calling TreadFi, but the traditional finances, well I guess that it's the same thing. But those guys as much as I don't want to believe that they're gonna hold a majority of Bitcoin um in the future. I do think it's going to be that. Um, But the other thing is like Satoshi did say that he doesn't think Bitcoin should be considered an investment at some point too. Right. So it's what started it, but it doesn't mean that we have to stick with it. We can always move away. The good thing about Bitcoin is that it's a finite amount, but that also the, Bad thing about Bitcoin is a finite amount. Good thing it's a, a finite amount, but it's just the start. It started us here. It doesn't mean that we have to 
like stick with that system. We can always move away from it. So leaving the TreadFi with with it in their hands, if we find something better to work with. The problem is, is they're going to be onboarding the masses and that's what people are going to use. But yeah, people who are seeking decentralization, they'll always find a way to uh, keep it decentralized, I guess. But... Um, oh, oh, oh yeah, sorry. Well, ahead. yeah, that's the thing, right? Because that's the main part about it. These guys are jumping in because they're losing the centralized factor. They're losing the power that they have, right? And because of the tech, uh, we don't have to stay with it. We can just keep moving along. Sure, the normies can onboard through the through these points, but it's our job and our responsibility as front runners and forerunners to teach them. Hey, it doesn't end here. This is just a start. This is just your step through the door. There's a whole wide world to take advantage of and to just jump and take a like leap, man. Just take the leap. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I think I think um, it's interesting what the engineer is saying in terms of like said that like you know we'll always see Bitcoin as a uh, storage of wealth. Um, and that's because, like you say, it's always going to be finite. It's always going to be a, a certain amount of supply. So there's always going to be a point where, like you say, fiat becomes irrelevant. Um, and it's only going to be, like say, the, the the way fiat is run, um, it's not going to be long before uh, people are going to be looking for other places to be able to store their money uh, where inflation doesn't kill what you already got, like, you know, like you see in places like Africa, you know, they take a loan now, by the time that loan comes to them, it's worth half as what they were kind of applied for at the beginning. So really, I think Bitcoin will always hold kind of like king. But I think right now where we are in the crypto space, I think we're looking at different ways that crypto can can be integrated into kind of like um, our society. Uh, and like I said, we, we see things like deep in now, which is a real big kind of like um, it's a big catalyst for, I reckon, this this bull in terms of, like I said, decentralized infrastructure, where we see decentralized social media, where, you know, it's not being controlled by any governing body um, and there's nobody behind, you know, these kind of programs, and especially the other element of, like, AI and stuff like that that's going to be integrated through uh, crypto. I think those are kind of real interesting ways and, and also storage. Um, I guess, like, it's all chipping at little areas where crypto can kind of find its feet, uh, which is going to be important for us for our succession, not just on like the BTC front, but more the altcoin front, is where do we kind of find our feet in every area and what areas are we going to struggle and what areas are we going to find less resistance? Um, like say you find less resistance in stuff like AI storage, but you're finding more resistance in stuff like DeFi, because like you say the DeFi, TreadFi kind of uh, pulling on both ends so you're going to have a lot of resistance in that end but you're not getting as much resistance when it comes through to technology um, that's advancing crypto if that spieling makes any sense yeah Deepin I agree with you Deepin is going to be a big factor uh, in this bull run and as well as um, a, a good example would be like NFC uh tech being integrated into a lot more of society um, 
Uh, that is going to be, I think that is going to be a huge, huge factor to onboard, um, uh, to onboard, um, normies, right? Uh, I'm having a conversation with one of my buddies because we've got a, a brainstorm going on about an idea that like we've been, we just started bouncing back and forth today. Um, and it, it is one of those things. It's like, it, it, so he is on the clothing side. Like he deals with a lot of like high end clothing stuff. Right. And I was telling him about, um, uh, what's the project? I'm forgetting. Uh, NF treasure. Cause they were on, uh, the spaces today, this morning. And he, he was talking about like how, uh, the higher quality clothes, they've been coming with the NFCs and whatever like that. I'm like, dude, like that's kind of like old tech to us now, but it's being integrated more. And um, it, like you even get an NFT with it and it, it kind of blew his mind. He's like, wait, you're what? Getting what? So it was one of those kind of things for um, for him as well. Right. Like he didn't realize, and I'm like, yeah, dude, like some projects are even thinking about integrating it into like hardware equipment and like skateboards and stuff like that. So it's one of those things like um, that he's like, he realized like the importance, like it's going to be on the blockchain. It'll prove authenticity. It'll be harder to fake once uh, uh greater adoption of into uh interweaving the nfc chips into the fabric is brought about and that becomes more uh cost effective right it's amazing like i think that is going to be a big push nfcs uh, and uh the bridge to nft and blockchains so that's just my thought yeah that'll definitely onboard a lot of people but i just want to go back one step to something that cal said when he touched on um like people in Africa, um, I just want to say, like they, for them uh, doing DeFi, I feel like it's kind of unaccessible if it's on ETH or if uh, it's on a blockchain where the gas is high, because like gas is like thirty dollars, twenty five dollars, whatever right now to do small transactions. And like for people in uh, like North America or Europe, most people in North America or Europe, like that's uh, nothing. Like, we'll just, you know, we'll throw away $5 or whatever. It's nothing for us. But for like, I don't think that's a small amount of money for people in places like Africa or India and most, a lot of places in Asia, you know what I mean? Like it's hard for them to get into do DeFi and to get into do stuff on the blockchain if they're going to be paying like gas fees like that and like thank god for polygon and i guess like solana whatever but will these be like adopted because eth eth will always be king bitcoin will always be king right will these other blockchains become adopted because of the lower gas fees for real or are we just like are we just selling ourselves pipe dreams here? It's interesting in, when you look at ETH, and I think ETH is kind of like on that kind of transition between uh, alt to kind of like um, 
a stable of wealth as well. It's becoming um, that kind of in-between crossover where, you know, the whole uh, modification and, and how something can transition from a security to uh, a commodity. And I think ETH over, you know, like maybe this or by next cycle, ETH could be like classed as more of a commodity. Um, like you say, it's becoming a lot, lot more expensive to transact over on ETH. But I think what ETH is trying to do um, is like what you said with Polygon is they're branching on their layer twos. And I think they're trying to move people away from using Ethereum as uh, like said, as a as a uh, as a network, but kind of more what's the infrastructure that's built on top of ETH. You know the uh, the layer twos, the um, the zk, the you know all of the the new technology that's coming on above um, the layer twos and beyond. I think those are going to be more important for Ethereum to be consistently uh, a network that's going to be used. So even people like in Africa can still use like layer zero, um, you know, ZK sync and, you know, your, your stuff like Arbitrum um, and your stuff like Polygon. So those are all kind of like the layer twos, which kind of fractionize the, the cost of running something on, on that kind of network and being able to hold something on that network rather than being on the Ethereum kind of main network, main net, which like you say, Ethereum is becoming extortionate to do transaction on. It's not the it's not the fastest. There's like you say, it's more becoming a, kind of in the short to long long term becoming kind of like a store of wealth now holding Ethereum because like I say it's it's always the the one and two of crypto whenever you, even if you hear in um, in traditional markets when you hear it on TV, you know it's always BTC ETH uh, and now kind of like Potentially, you're going to see uh, conversations talk about like Solana and stuff like that. But I think ETH is always going to be um, king of alts. Um, and like I say, it's in that kind of transitional period um, of moving away from being a security to more of a commodity. But then what's been the infrastructure that's being built on ETH is where you're going to be able to see adoption for, like you say, countries like um, in Africa, uh, countries in South America, uh, places in kind of like Europe, those are where you're going to see, I think, uh, mass adoption initially. And then through that, you'll see people fil filtering into, like you say, your Solanas uh, and seeing everything else. But like you say, you know, there's going to be a time where most of this is irrelevant and there's only going to be a few winners. Um, and it's really kind of picking those winners. Um, and when, you know, you've seen that with the, with the crypto boom. You've seen like Amazon be a winner. You've seen like uh, Apple being a winner. You're going to only have a handful of winners and the rest of them are going to be worth nothing. So it's really kind of where do we see progression? I think it's not going to be anytime soon. I think, you know, we've got at least another two cycles before we get to that point. But there is going to be like, you say, a, a slow kind of transition of uh, people moving into certain areas. Yeah, for sure. But that uh, kind of makes me, you know, want to pose another question to you two up here. Um, will Will Solana continue on this run, or because ETH is king, will the like blockchains that are adopted have to be EVM compatible? I think they can exist separately. So Solana is not the only one built on Rust. Multiverse X uh, is another one. Um, shoot, Cal, which ones are built on Rust again? 
There's a number of them that are built on Rust, right? And it's just a language. If the key part is, and this is the awesome part about the Aglier. Um, the Aglier is basically, if you look at a puzzle in a big spectrum, and a, a top scale, where each puzzle piece is its own blockchain, right? The Aglier allows you to build everything into like one big puzzle. If that makes any sense, right? Um, and the Aglier will allow you to do cross-chain interactions uh, and cross-chain act chain activity with the most efficient way possible. Right? It's like how Quant is supposed to be a solution in between um, feed and blockchains. The Aglier is going to act in that same manner so this is why i'm like really freaking bullish on uh polygon and the way it's gonna be progressing especially with the zero knowledge proof and everything like that it, it is like hella hella bullish so no i don't think uh solana is going to be going away i don't think it just because eth is king solana is just gonna go because solana does have good tech as well right as I keep saying, like uh, every chain has good tech, and everybody's projects, not um, like Cal's project, might not work on Solana, but it'll work great on Polygon. If that makes any sense, you have to find the tech that works best for you to build on. Yeah, I guess I I, I got to kind of like second that, but I like to for for me. Um, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a Cosmos maxi, but I'm really interested in Cosmos on the IBC chain. Like I like how things are structured over there. Like you know, everyone's given a kind of like their individual chain, but amalgamated in one area. Um, I think a lot of people are finding um, the aggregator between, like you say, Arbitrum um, and uh, zk Sync. It's becoming like say having to. There's no crossover technology in terms of you know, having to change one token into another token and aggregate that so it becomes an extra step until they kind of like find a resolution for that to be a lot more smoother you know i think cosmos is going to have a great run with what they what the ibc is doing right now in terms of how it's interoperable with all the chains that are already built on there and then potentially with the atom one which is another token which is going to be kind of covering majority of every chain that's on uh, Cosmos, um, I think with Solana, with the, what's brilliant about Solana, it's like you know it's already touted to be like the chain for for retail for the for the retail people because like say the fees on there are ultra cheap at the moment, um, and that's what kind of going to draw the normies to be able to transact on there. Um, and like you say, people like one kind of uh, hierarchy or one system where everything runs through one system. You know everything that's built on Solana as a as a uh, as a plus side to looking at Solana is everything that's um, under Solana is under Solana. Nothing else. There's not a, a, a layer layer two or a layer or layer zero. It's everything's built on one chain, um, which has benefits and disadvantages. Like you say, we recently we saw a kind of an outage again with with uh, Solana, but I think all that means is kind of like they're trying to break the system right now before everything kind of like really starts you know uh building on on top of what they're already building like especially with the fire dancer that's coming through from from solana 
there's going to be even more. Uh, I think a million transactions are, are per second. I think currently it's like 100,000. There's going to get a million. So it's just one of the different chains are going to be for, like you say, horses for courses, I guess. And right now, like you say, Solana is going to attract uh, a lot of the retail but you can see that with the language that's being used in the media now you know you've, you've got people like kathy wood talking about they, they normally don't only talk about btc and eth but there seem to be kind of conversations about solana as well now so Solana's making um, a run at the moment to be like the number three within the crypto um i believe it will probably be number three in terms of like you say market cap um and what's being built over there there's so much kind of developers that are moving over there as well. But I think, that, like say, uh, IBC and Cosmos is going to be a close fourth. Um, and everything else is kind of like, say, we're going to see how the, the growth happens. You know, things, narratives always change uh, with with different cycles. Um, and I think this, like say, this narrative is going to be more AI, AI kind of based, and then also like um, your deep in stuff. I think DeFi had its kind of run last uh, last cycle, um, so it's really what's going to be built on those kind of networks. And like I said, I think Cosmos likes to kind of look at um, the kind of the AI kind of the the, the deep in sector. Um, I think that's the same with kind of with Solana. Um, Ethereum is like you say, it's already got what it's already building on there. Hey, Cal, did we uh, define what deep in is to everybody? I can't remember if we did or not. No, you um, just I, mentioned it, but go ahead. So it's decentralized physical infrastructure networks right it's blockchain protocols that build maintain and operate physical hardware infrastructure in an open and decentralized manner um, i realize we we tend to use terms and because we're used to it we don't really think about it so i'm trying to be better about that yeah you know you know me i've, I've gotten into the more traditional American style of talking in like acronyms because I'm never used to talking in acronyms. Those guys in the UK, we, we kind of like to use uh, full words instead of like sit on an acronym. But yeah, um, like you said, how you explain deep in, um, it's where I think, like you say, a majority of I'm invested in. And like you said, that's do your do, do own research and no financial advice. But I think that's where I think majority of the play is going to happen. Sorry, you guys. I'm just uh, working on my daughter's room as well. So, <laughs> no, I uh, I don't know enough about this to to comment. So I'm I'm sitting back and just listening and learning from you guys. But uh, I think that um, that AI is going to be a big uh, pre- pre- big storyline in this uh, upcoming bull run as well. But um, I uh, I don't know about enough about the deep end. What? I'm confused, D. What do you mean? Can you repeat your statement? I didn't catch that properly. So I don't know enough about the deep end. I said I think that I think AI is going to be a big like uh, storyline in this upcoming bull run. But I, I'm like I'm saying I don't know enough about this deep end stuff. Well, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this, but think of like no, it's all good. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Okay, it's all okay. good. We got to move on soon anyways, but I just wanted to address something. Uh, James, you had a question in the comments, bro. His question was about um, earning Tesis if he has his dead ape staked. Uh, if he gives one away, do you need to unstake it? And uh, does he lose the points? Uh, the Tesis are attached to the ape, 
So when you send it to your friend, yeah, you will lose those points, dude. Am I correct, Cal? No, we've actually changed that now. So it okay, is not attached. So never to mind. So it's not attached to the ape, it's attached to the account. So the wallet that's registered the, the staking. So if you do unstake the NFT and then send it to a friend, you should still remain with holding your points. Um, it used to be attached to the ape, no? Yeah, it used to be. So we've gone the other, the, we've changed the route of, of that. Um, and talking about that, we, you know, we're very close with the the, the trade roll guys. The, we've been kind of stress testing it. Um, we've come up with a couple of issues that we've we found that we, we want to resolve before we want to bring it to market. Um, the trades look really good. The the technology that we've got behind it looks it's working well. But like I say, it's all about fine tuning everything and make sure it's it's a it's a working product instead of delivering something that's you know not satisfied by the team or by by myself. Um, hopefully that'll be uh, we'll be bringing you some news on that. Um, we also have been talking. <laughs> about the you know i think it's maybe around about that time now that we've seen the massive interest in in bitcoin and ordinals um and if you didn't know tsas has got a 99 piece collection in ordinals uh which we were very fortunate to to inscribe in the first 1 million inscriptions so highly sought after. Uh, we're just thinking of what way we want to kind of bring that to market. Is that something that we're going to use as a kind of reward? Is it going to be a, something that we tend to like to do is kind of like burn rewards where you burn your NFTs to get one of these. So there's so many different ways that we want to kind of gamify the, the collection. It's probably going to be our most valuable collection. Um, and we then we're looking at, like, say, integrating our uh, TSAS as, as we are multi-chain. Um, we want to integrate ourselves within the BTC community, so then you get further advantages of, about holding a um, a BTC Satoshi ape, one of our Satoshi apes, because we want to be able to get into communities where we start getting whitelist. Because right now, there's like the the amount of money being made on ordinals is obscene. The amount of kind of like people I've spoke to somebody from the CSAs that's made like I think eighty thousand of like ten NFTs on ordinals. Yeah, I I say that again, eighty thousand dollars on on NFTs on on the uh, on the BTC blockchain. So there's there is like if you get an opportunity to get in on something on the ground floor uh, at mid, you know, you're looking at making a substantial amount of money. And that's, you know, do your research again. It's not it's not financial advice. It's just what we see at the moment with, you know, the, the stuff that's happening on there. Uh, and, again, and again, another chain that's kind of really popping off um, is stuff that's happening on Injective. And again, like I said, we're not we're not tied down to one specific chain. We like to kind of discover, uh, explore and kind of understand what, what's kind of happening in the, in the crypto cycle and what we kind of cover. IBCs is one of them. And like I say, I, Injective is really popping off in terms of the NFT scene. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting how we're going to slowly see the, the money flow go from, like you say, you, we all see that kind of chart where it goes, BTC, big cap, small, medium cap, small cap, NFTs. Uh, but I feel like this cycle is kind of changing. It's like there's that money's kind of moving instead of 
traditionally moving through the through the layers it's kind of jumping a layer because we saw like a, we didn't see only recently we've seen a kind of like an eth movement but prior to that you know it seemed like it was skipping a layer and moving to alts instead of going to eth so there's so many different ways in you seeing that you know where nfts are going to be uh a big thing again because like say people tend to like to make all their money on tokens and then they like to kind of flex their muscles and, and show like you know the gains they've made let's put it into some like really cool nfts um so yeah it's just it's one of them uh, and like i said with with those with the btc collection we just want to make sure we get the the right the right timing and like say the right marketing um and have the right people that want to kind of get involved with the the collection uh, the engineer, you got your hand up, sir. Yo, the engineer. I just want to say, Cal, I haven't sold any of my TSAS that I received. I picked up more, so uh, I, I yeah, I'll be uh, diamond hand any uh, ordinals I might be given. Do you uh, do you have a a kind of like a role set up that you're thinking about in terms of like holders in, of this amount get um. OG or holders of this amount get whitelist, et cetera, et cetera. You're putting words in my mouth now. You're trying to put words in my mouth. <laughs> like I said, we've not we've not discussed or we've not deliberated, but like you said, we we want to use this collection as uh it's our uh flagship. It's on the most it's on the flagship chain, it's never gonna be removed. Um so it like say we want to try different ways to reward holders. What it might be like say we we break it up um a certain amount of it is down to kind of like burns certain amount might be down to like just like holders um different holders of different collections because we have like say, a couple of different collections so it's going to be uh an interesting how how people can get hold of them and like you say when you do get hold of them you're going to have something that's going to be in you know forever sits time of history you know you always want to have some of that kind of stands the test of time and, and that's something that's going to be there that's always going to be there yeah, I definitely feel like that with ordinals. Uh, it's like owning a piece of history, and uh, I don't know if a lot of people feel that way, but there's a a growing sentiment around that because there's only going to be well, there only is a finite amount of Bitcoin, right? So there are even lesser amount of rare sats and palindromes and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, definitely. Uh, having ordinals and having them on like rear sats or palindrome something like that it's just going to make it even more valuable and make it more like owning a piece of history just in my opinion that's just what it's like to me but uh don't don't uh don't hodl forever and never take profits that's not financial advice i don't know <laughs> because if people are making eighty thousand dollars on ordinal i want in yo yeah, like this. I mean, you know, you hear the stories, and and like you know, we're lucky that one of the members is part of our sub community in the CSA. So we we've seen firsthand. It's not just you know a, a story that's come down the grapevine. This is firsthand information that we we're seeing in the community that are making these you know power plays. Um, and that's probably another shout out to another community out there in, in TSAS, which is the CSAs. You know, the number one Cosmos uh, Alpha. Uh, community out there um, and I don't care what Red Gang say, you know, we are the number one in terms of alpha from CSA the, the amount of um, the amount of money uh, and alpha that's being kind of 
pushed out there is like you know substantial like the amount of people that are kind of like really committed to finding new tokens uh new nft projects new ways to kind of farm finding so there's so many different like if you're not part of the csa guys make sure you try to get hold get hold of a crown um, and get a part of that community because like so there's you know people like uh, alpha wolf in there which is kind of like always shilling the the latest projects on like the the ibc chains um and like i see you you stick to what you know and the guys over there really know ibc really well so they've you know they've got the gems they're finding all the, the great gems that you need that you want to you know look out for so if you're not part of the csa guys try to get yourself a tsas crown from the og collection or from the dead ape collection so you can and you can get gain entry into their clause discord um but yeah those are those are kind of like the information on tsas and on where we are um and then we've got our 3d collection that we're looking at probably pushing that you know in in q3 or q2 or 3 um this year just trying to get everything kind of like organized and kind of find the right period of time to get that kind of collection out there um but yeah it's going to be uh, kind of another kind of busy year for tsas just like say right now is the kind of the 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 quiet period before the the storm kind of comes in so really trying to get everything in line making sure everything's kind of um in the right places you know people are going into discords and, and they are really quiet at the moment because like i said people are focusing on their bags instead of kind of like nfts uh but they will you know nfts will have their time in the sun again uh, i can guarantee that um it's just like I say it's just about the time and timing itself um anything else guys or shall we do the uh the raffle that we've got going uh i just gonna go over some moonflow news real quickly uh so for moonflow uh i don't know if everyone heard but wolf swap is now live so this is uh it's a dex you can swap pretty much anything on there uh in terms of tokens um especially polygon wise but you can definitely swap um most erc20 tokens on there um there is a trading competition as a result on wolf swap and um there will be prizes for top wow it's it's up to it's it's up to top five now so he's bumped it up and there's also three random prizes so uh first place is five hundred dollars usd second place is 250 dollars usd plus one mad honey Third place is $100 USD plus two poly factions. Fourth place is 50 USD plus one poly factions. And fifth place is two poly factions. Um, for the six through 10 out of the top 10 from following from that, they'll get um, 1 million gone, I believe. And then two random prizes of 50 USD and one drill club as well. So if you want to get on, get in on that, all you got to do is use the wolf swap, uh, decks and it's wolf swap dot app. Also on, uh, wolf swap, we will be having staking coming up. So staking for moon will go live on Saturday and Alex will have more information about that on Saturday. So that's all I have for Moonflow. And uh, yeah, we could probably do the raffle now, dude. 
Cool, cool, cool. Uh, nice to hear. Well, hopefully I'll be able to get on a space with Alex. It's been a while since I've managed to catch up with the guy. Um, I love that the stuff that he's putting out. Um, the Moonflow stuff, the his project is just I guess he's he's full of so many different ideas. Um Alex and he's it's just kind of comprehending all the information that he's always pushing out there. Right, guys, I'm just going to quickly do this raffle uh, for TSAS. Obviously, we've got, I think, roughly what around. This is, a, this is a TSAS raffle. So we, we it's for holders of the uh, OG collection that's on Stargaze and our human uh, collection. So both oh. of them are through stake through our validators. So we have two validators. Uh, one that's on Stargaze and one that's on Tory. And what we do is we take the the funds that we earn from those validators and we put it into our raffle. So each month we accumulate the uh, the amount of stars and Tory and then convert that into kind of like the, the to- uh, it will be kept in stars. And then what we do uh, every month, we um, have a date where we'll um, raffle the the stars off um and then the stars that are not uh the stars that are not um collected or or you know like i say because there's a it's a, it's all gamified what we do we roll that over into the following month so like i said right now we have roughly around 2400 uh usd dollar worth of stars available for for grabs so normally we do four winners on the og um there is a, a medium article in our discord and on our uh, twitter if you want to have a look uh, on terms of how the breakdown works and how you gamify it it's all about making sure that you've got enough uh, dead eight, and then you've got to have also uh, a small amount of stars stick which is a thousand stars which is roughly around $50 right now um, staked in our validator. So you're qualified for the raffle. Um, so if you don't have any OGs or you don't have any humans, guys, you're missing out because, you know, we're hoping that potentially in, in a couple of months' time, this will be like a, a $10,000 pot where potentially someone's going to be able to win some real serious money. Uh, so like I say, keeps on rolling over until someone claims all of it and then we start all over again. Um, so I guess uh, if you guys have been in the Discord, you'll see that the the spreadsheet's already been up. Um, and if you guys want to have a look at that while I kind of run through the number generator. So I'm going to quickly gen- use the number generator. Normally we do this in our uh, our Discord so you can, everyone gets a visual of me kind of running the number generator. Well, actually you can't do this on Spaces. So oh, I'm going to try to... Soon we'll so, be able to do it live with video on Spaces. Don't worry. Hopefully. Uncle, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uncle um, Elon's so, looking out for us. Don't worry. Right. So the first number generated for the raffle for the EOGs is number 19. So I'm just going to mark that on the wallets. It's number 19. Wallet 19 ends with a T7TZ. Has three OGs in there. I'm just gonna color that. Congrats! Out. Congrats! Um, the next one is number thirty-one. Where are we? Thirty-one holds six OGs, so they'll get their full allocation, and they hold twenty-nine buddies, which is a multiplier. 
Um, so that's going to be a nice uh, windfall for that person, whoever owns that wallet. Uh, and let's have a look for the next one. It is number 58. And uh, number 58 on the list. Oh, only one OG on there. And one more. Number 52. Oh, 52. That has four OGs. You have to have five OGs to get the full allocation. Um, and that's the four winners for the uh, OGs. I'm going to do the human. So there's one winner. If you have 25 humans, then you get the full whatever's in there. So you get the full pot. Um, so just going to quickly number generate that. Let's look at one. Goes up to. 116. Looks like I have a lot of shopping to do. <laughs> it's it's all at discount price right now because, like I said, well, stars price is going up, but um, humans are very, very easy to get hold of right now. Uh, number four. Let's have a look at number four. It is there is number four is four humans and seven buddies if it was a wallet below would i got the full amount because he has 258 buddies in there i mean 258 humans um but yeah that's yeah so that was the wallet winner um yeah uh, what we'll do is we'll get all those stars um sent out to the wallets because we have the wallets um and we'll put that in our big announcement guys um, anything that you guys want to add, the engineer, Ganja, anything that you guys want to talk about, anything that we've, uh, we may have missed, anything that you want to talk about in the cryptosphere? Uh, so I, I have an say- OG that I bridged over to Polygon. Do I qualify for that? What's the deal? That's a mutant you've got. So the mutant gets an airdrop for the dead ape. We've got that mutant airdrop and it holds, it's going to be getting an airdrop from the 3D collection. Okay, clearly I don't know the full collection. Like, there's so many, so many pieces that you guys have. So, <laughs> thank you. I was gonna say congrats to the winners, and um, yeah, we'll tweet out um, either in the morning or tonight or whatever. But more than likely in the morning, um, we'll tweet out the winning numbers again. So if you didn't hear it now and you're not in the Discord then you'll see it somehow on Twitter tomorrow, hopefully. And if you don't claim your prize, well, then it just gets rolled over. Right, Cal? Exactly, sir. So all the funds that have not been claimed will be rolled over um, and then move on to next month. So like I say, every month we seem to be uh, collecting uh, a certain amount of uh, of funds from like say, both validators uh, one of the validators pulls in almost like three to four hundred uh, USD every month, so it's always going to get bigger and better. And with the price of stars going up, it's even going to get even more interesting as time goes on. So yeah, hopefully there'll be a day like I say we'll have that big ten thousand uh, dollar rollover uh, where someone can potentially might be able to buy something decent with it. Yeah, it'd be freaking amazing. That's like, uh, you know, that is pretty much a life-changing amount. It could potentially be a life-changing amount, you know? So just to give away that on a space, that would be crazy. 
Well, I think that's pretty much it for today. Unless uh, Cal or Engineer have anything else to say. No? All right, cool. So, have a good night. Yeah, uh, I hope everyone has a great night. We will uh, we'll be back here next week, again, around the same time. Look out for announcements in the Discord and on the Twitter page. Um, thank you to Cal for joining us. I know it's late for him, and it's late for Alex. That's why he's not here all the time. He's here sometimes, but we really appreciate it when they can come out. So uh, we'll we'll probably have to run it earlier every now and then just so Cal and Alex could make it to these. So thanks again. Yeah, Cal I'm, I'm changing my schedule so I can get on these uh, every week now. So uh, fingers crossed, this is going to be a weekly thing to, for me to come on now because um, I've managed to get my schedule with work um, changed around. So we should be good from, from next week onwards as well. So really interested to get back into kind of like getting spaces with you guys and, and, and like to so the poly community and the Cosmos community as well. You know, all love everywhere, man. Sweet. That's great to hear, dude. Look forward to that for sure. All right. Well, everyone have a great night and um, play a track and we'll ride up. in like Taoism there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want inevitably it kind of starts to happen chirping on the bird app listening to nerds flap wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed it's like everybody's holding heavy bags in web 3 that's why they can't fly they just drowning in the bird bath fishing for some dry powder watch how we ignite the tower blowing up their bank accounts forgetting how to fight the power y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes they preach an open sauce but don't listen to the code and now it's mutiny community uprise there's no more humility futility plus size motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles motherfucking west side shit needle and noose sticking with my armory and beta and bruce repping psychedelic artistry believe in the truth like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue gm fam really worth all the effort is it really worth all the fighting drama and the answer i think is a clear note we started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, the shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit coin Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you it would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost, it might cost us, us a lot more than, than what can be gained game. by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on.
Spaces. Spaces.